bitch mad. Not trying to stack cash. Black magic or gaga, Gucci or Prada, riding on the golden path. Greetings, everybody out there in Dreamland. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron, and a friend sharpens a friend. Thank you all very, very much for tuning in once again to another episode of the Beyond Top Secret Texan Podcast. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan, broadcasting to you from the third coast, the coast with the most, the Gulf Coast of Texas. The third coast, a lot of people call it, and I like to call it that too, so it's the third coast 
you know, not denoting that the West and the East Coast are first and second place, but rather that it's the third coast that no one talks about, no one really knows, and no one really appreciates. So it's still a wonderful preserved gem of nature. It's still a preserved monument to, you know, the coast. The Gulf Coast of America is primordial. It's like ancient looking. It kind of feels Cretaceous or Jurassic in in age and in design. So definitely encourage if you're going to, because I know a lot of people who are listening to this are not on the coast, even though 80% of all people live on the coast of the world, that you're not on this coast, or you might be landlocked, be a mountainous type of guy or gal in Montana or the Rockies in Colorado. But if you're going to come down and do some beach tourism, if you're going to, if you're going to take them time and money nowadays because vacations are rare and you have to kind of play it right, right? Pick the Gulf Coast. Go down to Galveston. Huge tourist industry down there. Got a nice little boardwalk. Go down to Galveston. Go down to Dolphin Island in Alabama. Great little area there. Pensacola with the Florabama area. Go down to the west coast of Florida. Tampa Bay. Um, beautiful beaches there. Much less trafficked and um, crowded in the summer months than, say, Miami or Daytona Beach, which are the east coasts of Florida. West coast of Florida being the Gulf Coast of Florida on the Gulf of Mexico side. And yeah, definitely, we'd love to have you guys. We'd love to have every single one of you down here treat you with that southern comfort we're famous for. And I'm not getting paid to say that. Just, I've grown up and lived here all my life. I understand the intrinsic value, not only of the area, but of the people. Regardless of what the system has made me feel towards them, and what they have shown me, the examples of it, I know it's just a matrix of discontent that plagues us all. But we are defeating it with our endless optimism and beliefs in ourselves. Beliefs in ourselves. I sounded very V-ish, I think. That, that vud, the F there on the last belief. Beliefs. Beliefs. So yeah, thank you all very much for tuning in once again. We're going to be talking about the Illuminatus Trilogy. And we are going, not the Illuminatus Trilogy. You know, I'm not even going to edit that. <laughs> I'm not even going to edit that. Leave that in as a testament to me fucking up. But hey, it's 10 a.m. in the morning where I am from. So this is an early show, but no excuse for me being off guard since I am my own boss. <laughs> but I'm going to hold myself to it. One take. This is the organic stream of consciousness process that the Beyond of Tech Tops, <laughs> Beyond Top Secret Texan is famous for. Ever since we were rumors of war, ever since we were rumors of instinct. We leave it raw, we leave it lo-fi. We're honest that way. 
But yeah, um, we're going to be talking about the Illuminati card game. Specifically, the Illuminati New World Order edition. And generally, just the lore and the mythos surrounding it. And the actual specific cards that are represented. Because a lot of people know about it. By this point in time, 2022, it is not obscure. I remember learning about this game well before 2012, while in college. And even probably in high school, while I was pursuing counterculture figures like Grant Morrison and Alan Moore... And pop culture, pop culture, counterculture in that sense, where it was clearly either made with a low budget and a mind towards children or the ideas that these were creative forms that only these people could access, such as comic books, graphic novels, um, you know, zines, etc. And the Illuminatus trilogy as a novel is claimed to be the great inspiration behind the Illuminati card game. So much so that the writer of the Illuminati trilogy tried to hold the creator of the Illuminati card game liable in court for royalties. This was not a successful suit, mind you, and that the propriety, the intellectual properties used were deemed public domain meaning that the I guess you would call it the verdict was rendered with the precedent that these things were real subjects of public knowledge and debate and not the purely invented fictive creations of a writer or a you know, creative agency. It wasn't fantasy. These were publicly domain-owned areas of discourse and study, as well as publishing in print. Public figures get the same treatment, too. They can't own the... You can talk about someone without them saying they own the right to be able to reference them. Because it's a public field. Same thing with, you know, people, places, and things. Anyone can write a book about anywhere. That where doesn't get the right to say who and who can't, you know, reference it or recognize it, understand it, etc. And that this is really a monumental effort on uh, the truth community's part. Not the, that truth community was publishing the game, but that to get these victories in court, to to get these things you know, vindicated, these subjects vindicated. It all adds to the lore. So, I'll kind of uh, go in this order. I'll read the Wikipedia history behind it, and, you know, just because I'm not, I'm not saying anything that anyone else can't find, I'll read the Wikipedia history of the Illuminati's Card Trilogy game, and then I'll read the card game uh, history while referencing different facts and lores about it. But yeah, this card game has been featured in the works of all the modern conspiracy theorists from Mark Dice to Alex Jones. This has been referenced on 4chan thousands of times, if not literally hundreds of thousands of times. And regards to their paranormal board or their uh, random board or their uh, political board, as 
evidence as prophecy or evidence of conspiracy regarding certain elements of the news cycle and the future world, or at least the current world. It's really, really interesting how... just how accurate the art in the cards is. Not that it's hyper-realistic, but it's accurate to situations, people, places, and things, news broadcasts, uh, the general appearance and aesthetic of politicians and political parties, as well as things like uh, mainstream news and, and that kind of entertainment world. The art is symbolic, obviously, and has a lot of references to the triangle, the all-seeing eye, and the capstone, the triangle that's featured on the back of the dollar bill, famously coined by the Bavarian Illuminati, and, you know, used in all the Masonic symbolism, therefore, in the future. So, it has a lot of controversy, suggesting that this is either the creation of a complete, just, you know, fantasy, a complete game, just for fun, just for fun, right? Everything is just for fun. Just, just a purely inventive game of, you know, adults trying to make money in the highly competitive corporate industry of board games. And doing so out of Austin, Texas, doing so out of their little offices in Austin, Texas. Now, that's one option. The second option is that this was an insider, and the insider was the creator, Steve Jackson, who, after reading the Illuminatus trilogy by Robert Anton Wilson and Robert Shea in 1975, was inspired to make a card game back in the old analog days of hanging out with your nerd friends and that this card game would just so happen to employ the elements of the Illuminatus trilogy including secret societies, conspiracies, and plots to control reality and the fate of humanity And that it would evolve, just by coincidence, to be predictive of many events, or at least coincidentally indicative of many events to unfold in the future, such as the collapse of the 9-11 towers, such as the uh, election of President Obama, such as the... Uh, You know, many, many, many things. There's like many, many, many things. The tsunami and Fukushima. Um, everything from weather warfare to chemtrails to uh, the vaccine situation that we just survived. Thousands and thousands of different subjects and cards. Maybe that's not right. Maybe it's just a few high hundreds. But still, it seems like a lot. In fact, I will be reading the the uh, PDF that contains all the cards and running through them 
as you know, so don't worry about that. The notable ones, I'll get to that in the later half of this broadcast. But that's one option. Or the third option, that this man, Steve Jackson, was a, either a secret society insider who defected, who left and turned public, I guess you call it public um, advocate, and spilled the beans, let the cat out of the bag, and basically started telling people the plots that the New World Order, which he was a member of through his secret society membership, and had gained access to clearance to understand the activities therein, right, behind the scenes, but gained conscious enough to tell the people and knew that the only way, calculated that the only way he could get away with this without being assassinated or targeted was to create it in such a lampooned way, such as this highly colorful and, and obviously satirical card game, to be able to convey his truth in the jester's privilege, using the jester's privilege, and did so with a mom-and-pop effort, basically himself and his few close you know, employees and friends during a startup, to hand-produce this game and eventually get the wheels rolling to where he was able to tell in the 1995 edition, 20 years later, an accurate forecasting of the Illuminati's plan for the new century on Earth. Very interesting options, both. All three, sorry. Very interesting options, all three. My mind is scattered today. But yeah, let me read the wiki first and walk us all through it. Illuminati is a card game by Steve Jackson Games, SJG, inspired by the 1975 book The Illuminati's Trilogy by Robert Anton Wilson and Robert Shea. The game has ominous secret societies competing with each other to control the world through various means, including legal, illegal, and even mystical. It was designed as a tongue-in-cheek rather than serious take on conspiracy theories. It contains groups named similarly to real-world organizations such as the Society for Creative Anachronisms and the Symbanese Liberation Army. It can be played by two to eight players. Depending on the number of players, a game can take between one and six hours. Genesis of the Game In September 1981, Steve Jackson and his regular freelance cover artist Dave Martin discussed their shared admiration of the Illuminatus trilogy and later suggested a game. Steve Jackson decided against adapting the novel because of the expense of game rights and the difficulty of adapting a novel with such a convoluted plot. He decided a game about the secret conspiracy idea behind Illuminatus was viable. After researching the Illuminati and conspiracy theories and extensive and enthusiastic playtesting, it went on the market in July 1982 in the, at the time, usual SJG pocket box format. Over the next few years, three expansions for the pocket box Illuminati game were published. 
First two were substantially incorporated into the deluxe edition, while the third was a version of what would become Illuminati Brainwash. Robert Shea provided a four-paragraph introduction to the rulebook for the Illuminati Expansion Set 1, 1983, in which he wrote, Maybe the Illuminati are behind this game. They must be. They are, by definition, behind everything. In 2001, although Illuminati's trilogy co-author Robert Anton Wilson did not specifically name Illuminati, he criticized some products for exploiting the Illuminati's name without playing, paying royalties by taking advantage of legal loopholes. Later commentators have attributed both the game and the Illuminati's trilogy as using real conspiracies as targets of ridicule. Description the game is played with a deck of special cards, money chips, representing millions of dollars in low-denomination unmarked banknotes, and two six-sided dice. There are three types of cards. The Illuminati, the groups, and the special cards. Players take role of the Illuminati societies that struggle to take over the world. The Pocket Box Edition depicted six Illuminati groups. <coughs> The Bavarian Illuminati, the Discordian Society, the UFOs, the Servants of Cthulhu, the Bermuda Triangle, and the Gnomes of Zurich. The Deluxe Edition added the Society of Assassins, the Network, the Illuminati Y2K Expanse added the Church of the Subgenius, and Shangri-La. The aim of the game is fulfilled when Illuminati build a power structure consisting of given numbers of cards, depending on number of players, or when Illuminati fulfill its special goal, such as controlling at least one card of each alignment for the Bermuda Triangle. The world is represented by a group of cards such as the Secret Masters of Fandom, the CIA, the International Communist Conspiracy, Evil Geniuses for a Better Tomorrow, California, and many more. There were over 300 official cards available. See, that's what I was saying. I don't think it's a thousand. I think it's in the hundreds. Every group and Illuminati has some power. Resistance and income values, most of the world groups have an alignment. The game is written with the usual SJG humor. The game uses a multitude of conspiracy theory in-jokes with cards such as Boy Scouts where sinister youth leaders influence the world leaders of tomorrow. The orbital mind control lasers, the mafia, two-headed anti-nuclear activists, Trekkies, to name a few. Special cards represent unexpected phenomenon and features. For example, increasing income or resistance of a group. The game is played in turns. The primary Illuminati player activity is taking control of groups. Other types of attacks are attacks to neutralize, removing from Illuminati power structures and returning to the table to the world. An attack to destroy, removing from the game other players' cards. Besides, attacking groups, the players can trade, form alliances, and many other activities. Tactics such as playing opponents off each other, backstabbing, and concealing your true motives are encouraged in this game. One variant of the game, players are allowed to cheat, steal money from the table, and do anything it takes to win. During an attack to take control, the attacker must overcome the resistance of attacked groups with combined power of his groups, 
affected by alignment of attacker and attacked, money spent, and influence of special cards. The attacked group can be defended by spending money and special cards by other players, especially by controlling Illuminati. After a successful attack to control, the card is placed along the special markers next to the Illuminati of another already controlled group forming a power structure. Each group has its own money, marked by money counters on that group. Most groups have an income collected at the beginning of each turn. Money can also be moved one step at a time between groups once per turn. Money in the Illuminati group is accessible for a defense of our attacks in all groups in the entire world. Money in the groups can only be used by the group, but gives double defense bonus when spent in defense. Although the game can support 2-10 to 10 players, a group of 4 or 5 is considered ideal. Some Illuminati may seem unbalanced, such as the high-income gnomes and the low-level Discordians, but sometimes their true value is not visible at first or valuable only in certain circumstances. Playing the power structure is important since a group close to the Illuminati core have a defense bonus. Also, groups can block each other's control arrows, through which groups control other groups. The flow of money is important, as a large lump of it will boost in the offense and defense of the owning game. The game has attained cult status in some circles, been referenced in some Greek or some geek media, like user-friendly comic strips, are also mentioned in Dan Brown's novel Angels and Demons, which concerns an apparent attack by the revived Illuminati. The game is referred to as an online computer game, but references to Steve Jackson make clear that the references is to this game. Steve Jackson Games also released a collectible card game, version called Illuminati New World Order, and a standalone version called Illuminati Crime Lords. SJG also developed some illuminated role-playing game modules for its GURPS system, including GURPS Illuminati, GURPS Illuminati University, and GURPS Warehouse 23. SJG also released two related games. One is the recent Illuminati Crime Lords, where the players control mobs in an attempt to take over a city. This is a separate game based on a similar rule set. The other one is Hacker, which is also similar to the original Illuminati Modulo terminology, but the players fight for the control of computer networks. It is more loose and based primarily on interlocking access to different computer systems in the web. Players are not set directly towards each other, and several players can share access to a system. Adventure Systems created a play-by-mail game, PBM, Illuminati game, based on and licensed from the Steve Jackson games with many other modifications. The game was eventually purchased and is now run by Flying Buffalo. The designer, Trapper Kaufman, has been trying to develop a global strategy game for many years when he, developed a, when he received a copy of the Illuminati. Recalling the creation of the PBM version, Kaufman wrote, It wasn't long before I found that every problem in my own game design had been suspiciously similar solution found in the Illuminati trilogy, or the Illuminati card game. Hey, how about we just handled it like they did in Illuminati, I said. And here are the awards that I received. Illuminati won the Origins Award for the Best Science Fiction Board Game of 1982. GURPS Illuminati won the Origins Award for the Best Role-Playing Supplement of 1992. 
Illuminati New World Order won the Origins Award for the best card game of 1994. Illuminati PBM won the Origins Award for the best play-by-mail game of 1985, 1990, and 1994. Tied in 1995 with Middle Earth play-by-mail, and it was then added to the Hall of Fame in 1997. And that's basically the game's wiki right there. And you guys can go over to the website at sjgames.com slash Illuminati and get all the resources, etc. The actual card game, the physical copy of it, etc. But I believe that the actual dedicated deck, the, the one that's really valuable, the one that's really awesome, the art that is just like, you know, on the money when it comes to the predictions, the symbolism, all of that. Actually, the whole complete set, which one card each, you know, for the collection of the cards, cost roughly around $300, I believe, on Amazon or eBay. It's extremely rare because it's so coveted. It's not rare that it doesn't exist, but it's rare because it's a collector's item. So I have got the electric version, the online PDF. And I'm going to print them all out. No, I'm joking. But I have done that before. <laughs> I have printed out whole like Magic Gathering card decks and all that stuff back when I was younger. Okay, so. Be reading out the card names, the descriptions. This is this is the Illuminati New World Order edition. This is the edition that if you are going to seek out the examples I am talking about, I am referencing to you what to find. There are several editions, and the card art looks different in each edition. Some of it I deem and judge to be far inferior than what I am currently looking at and what the community continually and constantly always refers to when discussing this art. The valuable art edition is best understood and really only understood in Illuminati New World Order edition Deluxe, specifically, Steve Jackson Games. This is page one of 105. Factions. The Illuminati Groups. Atlantis. Power, seven out of seven. Goal. Control groups with a total global power of 35, including your own. Then you have the Servants of Cthulhu. Power, 9 out of 9. Special goal. For every group you destroy, reduce by 1 the number of groups you need to control in order to win. You may also count rival Illuminati, which you destroyed by removing their last group. If you destroy 8 groups, you win regardless of how many you control. 
Next group, the Discordian Society. Power, seven out of seven. Special goal, any weird group with a power of three or more counts doubled towards your total number of groups controlled. And on the Discordian Society, their art, it has a golden apple with the words Calisti on it. That's cool. Bermuda Triangle. Eight out of eight. Those are eight attack, eight defense. That's what the eight, eight means. Special goal. Control a total power of at least 35, counting Bermuda's, uh, Bermuda's own power, and at least one group of each alignment. A group with more than one alignment counts for all of its alignments. Followed by UFOs. Power. Six attack and six defense. Special rule. Twice. The UFOs have two actions per turn. Special goal. The UFOs can have up to three different goal cards in play and win with any of them. Followed by the network. Eight attack, eight defense. Special goal. Any computer group with a power of three or more counts towards your total number of groups controlled. Next group, Adepts of Hermes. Power, seven, attack, and seven, defense. Special goal, each magic resource you control counts as one group toward the basic goal. Followed by Shangri-La. Power, seven out of seven. Special goal, have peaceful groups with a total power of 30 in play. Regardless of who controls them, if this happens, Shangri-La players share the victory. Gnomes of Zurich. Nine attack, nine defense. Special goal. Any corporate group or bank with a power of four or more counts double towards your number, number of total groups controlled. Bavarian Illuminati, power, 10 attack, 10 defense. By far the strongest out of all these, the Bavarian Illuminati. Special goal, control a total power of 50 or more, counting Bavaria's own power. Illuminati, the game of conspiracy. Okay, let's start getting into these cards. So I had to get the page aligned and zoomed into. Punk podcasting, people. This is the punk podcast. Lo-fi. Terrace Nuke. This is the infamous card featuring the Twin Towers being exploded with a just a detonation fireball basically 
Infobon. It's the internet. Flesh-eating bacteria. The tape runs out. When the rapture comes, I'll make them wait. They'll never clean my cage. Now give me some more of tape runs out. Good try, too bad something went wrong. Israel. Talkmaster. Which is a game show host. The Secret Master. Everything in the world is controlled by a small evil group to which, unfortunately, no one we know belongs. Bank Merger. Albino alligators. NATO. And the NATO art is two generals in NATO uniforms holding up a scarecrow, a literal straw man, wearing a Russian uniform. And they're pointing at it like they're angry at it. Goldfish fanciers. We're sorry, but we're not even permitted to talk about the secret knowledge in goldfish. Air magic. Power corrupts. The new federal budget. The new world order energy crisis. Now, some of these might be coming very, very true in the moment that we are listening to this, that you are listening to this, that I'm speaking it. And I want people to know and to think of things in the day's news cycle that they can link to situations like this. Because that is the predictive programming. That is the disclosure abilities. That is the power of these games, of these messages, of these attempts by members of the Illuminati to disclose the truth in a way that you will not believe it. Pyramid marketing schemes, otherwise known as Ponzi schemes, MLMs. School prayer.
marches on Washington, D.C. Isolationism. And isolationism is an island with cannons and fortresses. I'm getting very strong Taiwan vibes from isolationism. Sucked dry and cast aside. And there's a, a man in a suit, but it's just like this flat little husk. The hat trick. And it's three hats and one has a grenade underneath it. The epidemic. Followed by the war crimes trial. And underneath it says, but he started it. And underneath it, and I haven't been reading the special rules because they're just specific to the game and its function, right? Like you play one card, you draw two cards, etc. So it's not like good podcast radio. But this one says, only playable when the NWO World War III card is in play. You discard the NWO World War III card and immediately play the War Crimes or the yeah War Crimes Trial card. A thousand points of light, and it's two members, obviously of the Freemasons or Secret Society. And it's a suit and a biz- a worker, a blue-collar worker. And it says underneath it, we'll have to put something in the water. Indicating that the working man, the blue-collar worker, is only peaceful and agreeable to the secret society's rule... Because they are drugged in the municipal water supply. Orbital mind control lasers. By using the laser's action, you may add, remove, or reverse in alignment of any group in play. You may do this at any time except during a privileged attack. The change lasts only for the rest of the current player's turn. Market manipulation. Foreign aid. And foreign aid's artwork is a gray extraterrestrial alien holding out two money bags. And you have a series of hands... With the American flag, the British flag, the French flag, or what appears to be French flag, and a Illuminati pyramid cloak member holding out money, or holding out his hand too, as well. And it says, don't spend it all in one place. Murphy's Law, and it has this guy who's wearing this jackboot slipping on a banana peel. New World Order, gun control. And it's a joke image 
a reference to the classic saying by the NRA, you can have my pistol when you take it from my cold, dead hands. And it's a man who has been murdered with a pistol in his hand, having it taken out of his hands. Head in a jar. Pentagon. And it has a nuclear bomb detonating in the middle of the Pentagon. Nuclear capabilities. Now this one is really funny as an artwork. It's a nuclear warhead with the American flag on it, right? You know, obvious peacemaker, Cold War design. And it has a government painter, a contractor, right? Painting the whole thing with a rolling brush, pink and sparkly. It says nuclear capability. Fear and loathing. And it's the same image as referenced before of the working man and the businessman. And this time they are at each other's throats. Counter spell. This artwork is of an African shaman sitting at a fire. Interesting to point out that shamans and the natural men of the magical world the spiritual world, the astral world, are considered the greatest enemies towards the industrial and modern world, spiritually speaking. Very interesting indeed. Revolution. And it's a picture of what appears to be Saddam Hussein and a, bu- a burning building. Combined disasters. And, of course, there is pictures of pandemonium and Big Ben referencing British destruction. Israel, again, the Illuminati University. And it's a university of devils, literally a university of demons, aliens, and devils being taught the structures, the symbolic principles of the pyramid. It's called Illuminati University. And the subtitle says, Where do you go to learn the things man was not meant to know? Good old I.O.U. Referencing the expense of college. The Pulitzer Prize. And it's a typewriter. With like a little, like, you know, money sign on it. Referencing that the Pulitzer Prize is a corporate-owned award only to vindicate and to award their own puppets. Big business versus bigger business. And it's a company, it's like two companies. One's just gigantic compared to the other one. Flower power. And it's a hippie placing the flower into the rifle of the gun. Very classic American anti-war protest symbol. Hidden influence, and it's a judge, but the judge is obviously a member of the Illuminati. No beer. We're out of what? And they show the entire people just like pissed off and, and rioting. Foiled, and it's a mad scientist. Privileged attack. 
Ketchup is a vegetable. That's a very subtle and obscure reference to a moment in American history where the government literally said ketchup was a vegetable so that it counted towards children's vitamin intake as mandated by law for, like, school lunch programs and things like that. Like, for nutrition programs that, you know, people have to pay taxpayers to support and fund so that inner-city kids and, like, lower-income kids around the world or around the nation can get, um, you know, nutritional aid. They said ketchup counted towards their fruit and vegetable content. So just think of that. So if you put ketchup on a burger, it technically counts as a, a vegetable topping legally. Church of Middle America. They'll never get it, even when the saucers are flying overhead. Now, for a long time, I didn't understand what that card meant, right? And a lot of the Church of the Subgenius cards are interesting to note, because the Church of the Subgenius, like this game, which is based in Austin, Subgenius is based in Dallas. It's a fellow Texan, counterculture, uh, discussion, public industrialization of the uh, weird, of the counterculture, of the satirical take on both religious ideologies of Texas and of the American heartland and of the West. It's different influences, specifically uh, evangelical baptism, Protestantism, as well as Catholicism and their, their absolute love of uh, martyrdom and the doomsday cults that spring up, you know, grassroots cults. With the idea of like pamphlets and literature and like people screaming over megaphones, etc. But their ideology is like an atheistic, satirical, nihilistic, American corporate like utopia of just not needing to work and taking advantage of like suckers and societies because there's no real answer or hope against, you know, such a monolithic uh, society that doesn't value you as an individual or even like I, true ideas like your comfort, liberty, and happiness compared to their success and progress. It's very much an office space, like anti-office job, anti-suit and tie mentality. It's, its main slogan is give me, de- give me slack or give me death, meaning that it basically, you know, its highest priority is just taking it easy, relaxing, having fun goofing off and not really being serious and its entire thing is just to infuriate those who are always serious too serious and always trying to find meaning so I always thought those were the most satirical and absurdist of the cards having no real meaning but now that I'm 35 I see that the church of middle America definitely exists people believe the world is flat people believe aliens are demons people believe that the world that they live in is absolutely according to the fundamental teachings of the King James Bible against even the obvious, like saying no, like, yes, no one really knows exactly the, the right and wrongs of the things. But in the case of the saucers card, the church of middle America, UFOs are being seen. Aliens are being seen. Space is real. We're obviously this Exactly. If that's the case, more than the case that they will never believe 
UFOs. They'll never believe space. They'll never believe in a, in a global Earth or around Earth. Um, but they will not believe in the, the flat Earth. Even when saucers and aliens are coming down, they'll say it's Project Blue Beam and stuff like that, which is, you know, something that I look forward to talking more about in 2022. Nice idea. It's mine now. And there's a guy going through, like, a briefcase, and he's just stealing paperwork. And I think that's a reference to Albert Einstein, to be honest. Because Albert Einstein worked as a patent clerk and stole all his fucking ideas. Stole them all. Media blitz. And it's, like, all the advertising, the shirts, and the soda cups, everything is a triangle. So, it's obviously, the Illuminati controls all the forms of advertising. Bjorni. And it's this pink dinosaur in reference to uh, Barney. Secrets no man was meant to know. This card may be played immediately after any other plot card is played for any purpose. The card has no effect. Both cards are discarded. To use this card, you must either spend an action token or the Illuminati, minimum of one, or discard your t- top two undrawn plot cards. Sorry, I thought that was the actual script. So, sorry, sorry. I thought that was the actual subtext. Some of these are written in italics, and that's how you typically know. If you ever play Magic the Gathering... Any card game, Yu-Gi-Oh, whatever. Usually the thing in italics is the kind of like, hey, this is like the, the plot lore for the card. Usually like one sentence, usually something snide, usually something cool, like, you know, a little dramatic. And that that entire description was written in italics, and I'm like, I fell for that, you bastards. The Thule Group. Hitler's wizards are still alive. In fact, some of them are getting younger. Meteor strike. And it's a pyramid flying through space. Like about to, about to smash into the, uh, the world. Poison. Nationalization. And it's like a government office, as a government like bureaucrat buying out federal department of lunch. <laughs> they bought out like a diner and they're kicking all the waitresses out. And it's just a bunch of suits and ties. And it says federal department of lunch. The Irish flu. Ah. Keep that one in mind. And I think you guys might be able to hear a jet fly by. Bribery. Emergency powers. Remember the emergency powers from Canada recently? Exactly. It shows a soldier cop beating up a guy. And it says emergency powers. Kill for peace. And it's a bunch of hippies beating up a cop. And they're beating him to death. And it says kill for peace. Like the BLM movement, etc. Vi- Antifa. Violent, violent, radical, militant, anti-violent, an- radical militants. 
reorganization and it's a checkerboard with a bunch of real life human people wearing business suits, street clothes, etc. And the guy's like moving apart like the pieces. Strange bedfellows. And it's a conservative, proper middle class looking woman and a punk rocker looking dude in bed together. Seize the time. Atomic Monsters. And it's a Godzilla. Hallucinations. Drug companies. Weather satellites. Vatican City. And it's a Pope with the, the triangle on his head. Full Moon Madness. Power. The Library of Alexandria. And it says, sure, they burned down the building, but the books were already checked out. Rewriting history. And it's a bunch of history books in the trash. Get it? Like, the history is just junk. Benefit concerts. Think of that every time a celebrity uh, sings Imagine. They've been doing that shit for fucking ever. Earthquakes. Resistance is useless. Mercenaries. And it has the, uh, uh, a mercenary with the pyramid on his helmet. This small elite corps specializes in covert wet works and things that go boom. Ulterior motives. Bodyguards. Cyborg soldiers. The hand of madness. Democrats. <laughs> For every reaction, there is an equal and opposite government program. (laughs) For Democrats, for every reaction, there is an equal and opposite government program. Early warning system, and it's a weather service. Center for Disease Control, the CDC. Monopolies, car bombs, rain of frogs, population reduction. It says too many people making too many problems and not enough love to go around by Genesis. Ark of the Covenant, Xanadu. Clone Labs. And once again, upheavals. Worldwide riots continue for a third week. No sign of ending. Dictatorship. Air magic. 
spontaneous combustion reloads botched contacts let them eat cake go fish immortality serum giant kudzu new blood assertiveness training gremlins death masks and for death mask it says whoever wears it can see a slightly different world through its staring eye holes and when the mask is removed the different world is the true one deep undercover agents And it keeps going on like that for quite a while. I'm on currently page 40 of 105. And you know what? Why not? Why not just make it a full reading of all the cards? Why not? So thank you all very much for sticking tuned, for sticking by, for tuning in. This is a broadcast, and for listening. Now, of course, it'll be much of the same as I keep going on. I'm just going to read off the card names. It's not terribly white-knuckle excitement or anything like that, but I just want to be thorough. So if you guys stick around for that, I would greatly appreciate it, of course. But I understand, because this episode is just to, to provide the insight for a card game that I think is incredible. I think it's actually a really fantastic thing that it exists. I think it's a really important effort of disclosure. And I think it has a huge impact and influence in society, especially Texas culture. Okay, now we're back. Let's jump right into it. Nuclear accident. And it appears to be a nuclear reactor with a crack through it. Much like Fukushima. Tennis star. Gang war. Good polls. As in good political numbers. Militia groups. Currency speculation. The internet warm. Near the internet worm. Back in the old heydays, the golden era of internet crises like Y2K. And it says, all the data, it's lost. It's just lost. The internet worm. The Federal Reserve.
The Miracle Diet Plan. Censorship. And it says in the subtitle, this isn't, this isn't a freedom of speech issue. This is a decency issue. We are shutting you down. Cancel culture. Hit and run. Power to the people. Perpetual motion machine. Zero point energy. It works. It really works. And 27 scientists have gone mad so far trying to build another one. Commitment. And it's a person handcuffing themselves to somebody else. Margaret Thatcher. Gives 10 plus to any attempt to try to control England. Scandal. Local police departments. Soul burning. Tax breaks. Conspiracy. And it's a game, basically like their game. It just has a bunch of cards and the guy's holding it and they're playing card games and it says conspiracy. Which is a very, very, you know, obviously tongue-in-cheek reference to themselves. The meek shall inherit the earth. And it's this bombed-out earth. And there's a guy, like, poking his head up. Be wary of strong drink. It can make you shoot a tax collector and miss. Warehouse 23. Uh, A reference to Hangar 18. The Supreme Court. Teflon coatings. The Great Pyramid. Earth magic. The False Prophet. Vultures. Capitalizing on the disorder caused by your rival's attacks. You subvert key personnel because soon you will make your move. The L4 Society. And the image of that is an astronaut in a garage building a rocket planning to go to the moon. Mutual Betrayal. The Rosicrucians. The true Rosicrucians do not advertise, and their powers are recondite indeed. Feminists. And it's a burning brawl. Offshore banks. The Midas Mill. Gold. Gold from seawater. Gold to fuel the plots of the Illuminati. Backlash. 
and stay dead. Liquor companies. Lemmings. The IRS. Diesel engine. Annual conventions. This is a very famous card. It is a party with Shriner caps and little horns and pyramids and scantily clad ladies, buxom ladies, being chased and groped by men as fire is in the background, referencing the Hellfire Club. And it says, tragically, the organization's yearly meeting is in the path of destruction. Let's get organized. Orbit One. And it's a space station. The Weird Turn Pro. When the going gets weird, the weird turn pro. Eliza. Is it really alive or does it just think it is? Now, that is a, represented as an AI or a digital being, a digital woman. Now, imagine Sophia, the uh, AI robotic woman that was given citizenship status in Saudi Arabia. Read my lips. A public figure appears on national TV and talks his way out of nothing. <laughs> now, imagine... Joe Biden. I know the read my lips comment is from George Bush Sr. Uh, in the 90s, 92 re-election, where he was saying, read my lips, no new taxes. Oh, no, his, his election, read my lips, no new taxes. And then it was kind of famous for just being like a bold-faced fucking lie. Um, but, you know, the read my lips thing is corny. And then um, Joe Biden nowadays speaking, and it's very clear, read my lips type energy, where it's just absolute bullshit, and it's just like remorselessly lying, um, purely to save political stances and agenda, because you don't really have any free will, you have to kind of do things like they want you to. So it's read my lips. Time warp. Agent in place. And it's a man who looks like Alex Jones talking to a, can to a uh, hot dog in a hot dog stand. As the hot dog's the phone. Principia Discordia. The original manuscript. And of course, it's the golden, um, golden apple type crew. They're hippies. They're posting zines and everything trying to cause as much mental chaos with medics. The gun lobby. Book of Kells. Stock splits. Power grabs. Spasms of violence. Never surrender. Celebrity spokespeople. Counter revolution. Fundy money. 
and it's like the dollar sign with a cross and a pyramid behind it all. So it's like the devil, the, the differences of the symbolism of power, which is money, and then Christian churches, which are actually fronts and money laundering schemes for Illuminati secret societies in the back. Ronald Reagan. Criminal overlords. Citizenship. And it says, it's obviously they're immigrants and they're holding up pieces of paper with little pyramids on them. Church of Elvis. The second bullet. Referencing the very infamous suicides, usually with two gunshots, or two gunshots to the head, uh, two gunshots to the body, which have always and famously been argued as impossible because you can't effectively shoot yourself twice. Germany. Mallorca. Multinational oil companies. Up against the wall. Media connections. And up against the wall is referencing the social purges that occur after revolutions, specifically communist or socialist revolutions, where um, enemies of the people, enemies of the state, enemies of communism are rounded up and en masse executed, typically by firing squad. Saturday morning cartoons. Swiss bank accounts. Tidal waves. See, the tidal wave is the one I was talking about referencing the tsunami in Fukushima earlier. Rogue Boomer. And it's a submarine firing missiles off. And it appears to be a Russian military captain. Very much the paranoia and the fear of Red October. Libertarians. Moon bases. Dollars for decency. I said the funding of political correctness. Funding of that is a censorship movement to give it power to censor. 18 and a half minute gap, referencing the Watergate 18 and a half minute gap of the Nixon tapes. Al Gore, famous environmentalist Al Gore, featured hugging a tree with evil eyes inside the tree's hollow. Straighten up, and it's these old people yelling at a punk. Faction fight. MTV, and it's spelled MTV. MTV. Forgeries, and it's this like museum piece, and they're all like said made in China. It says made in Taiwan. Like all the all the museum stuff says made in Taiwan, which is like I've said before on my dinosaur hoax episode. Most of the antiquities and most of the dinosaur fossils that we are acquiring and are being purchased and displayed are copies, replicas, advertised as such, and sold through business-to-business channels through museums from producers in China that keep the construction of them and the ordering of them discreet and at the same time create high-quality copies with things like plaster, resin, and real bone carved to shape. Kinder and gentler. And it's, uh, it appears to be a soldier basically cuddling 
Uh, and that kind of reminds me of the, uh, the PC training, the critical race training that's going on right now in the military, especially the Army. With, like, General Miley and all that. Like, you want to learn about White Rage? Kind of learn, gentler army. Bimbo at 11. And it's a woman with, obviously, you know, Bimbo looks, speaking about the news. And that actually reminds me now. Now, because I, I always, you know, everyone knows Bimbo's on the news, weather girls, things like that. No, no, no. Nowadays, Bimbo's and girl bosses are gaining a lot of influence when it comes to power of discourse and news, even. And that... Women like Brittany Vinci, who are cam girls, but satirical, self-aware, you know, cam girls, will call it bimbo bossing and bimbo splaining, and it's like a self-referential joke, like using it as both self-derogatory, self-depreciative, at, but also at the same time, like cunning and tongue-in-cheek and being like, "Oh, I'm just a girl. What do I know?" But it's clearly like she's just playing with people because she's very smart and cunning and intelligent. So yeah, bimbo at 11. Bimbo bossing. Count Dracula. <laughs> Chicken in every pot. That's a slogan in American politics referencing uh, prosperity. Chicken in every pot, meaning uh, you'll always have food, you'll always have dinner. And this was said uh, after the Great Depression when hunger, widespread hunger, was, was an issue. Unmasked, and it's a man in a robe, ceremonial robe, taking off a human mask with his eyes glowing underneath to kind of reveal the power that's been controlling this man. And the Fraternal Orders. This one is one of my favorites. It's very subtle, but the art looks exactly like George Floyd and or... Uh, LeBron James, and they're wearing a Shriner hat, and they're holding a golden idol of Cthulhu. And it says Fraternal Orders. And everyone knows LeBron James is very famously in a secret society, and everyone knows George Floyd was very famously had a Freemasonic tattoo of the double-headed eagle on his chest. The Holy Grail. Solidarity. We must all stay together or we will lose separately. That's what it says on the subtitle. It says Benjamin Franklin, the signer of the Declaration of Independence. Tax reform. And it's a guillotine with a bunch of heads on poles. Clipper chip. Some computer chip. I'm not really sure. I think that means GPS. Oh, it lets you listen in the phone conversations. Let me see. So, yeah, it must be a type of hacking or a bug. Sabotage. Blood, toil, tears, and sweat. And it's William Churchill. Silicon Valley. Nobel Peace Prize. Fast food chains. Loch Ness Monster. 
I saw it. It was there. Call the papers. Call the National Guard. Sell my stocks. Whispering campaigns. Tobacco companies. Japan. Blinded by science. And it's a man with like the cyborg features all in his eyes. Manuel Noriega. Media sensations. Backfire. And it says on backfire. All right. Just to show you the subtlety, the subtlety of the symbolism here, the occult references. Backfire, with the one seeing eye of the Illuminati in a skull being dissolved by acid. It says, Mason jars are hermetically sealed. Don't you see? It was in front of us all along, and now it's too late. The tides of magic are stirred by strange forces. No magic group, no matter who owns it, may use its action tokens. Exactly. So it basically stops magic. Mason jars are hermetically sealed. Trading card games. Trading card games, very also symbolic and occult. All of these arts are symbolic and occult, of course. Now, make no exception for that. This, though, is very subtle, and I would like to point out and describe it to you visually right now. Trading card games. It's a man with an overcoat who appears to be middle class, very well-kept, portly, well-fed, working-class type American. He's got a brown overcoat, like a detective or a pervert would wear, you know, basically one of those big overcoats, and he's pulling it open to show you his wares, his illicit wares, right? And he's casting a shadow that looks like Dracula because the collar... And, you know, that body and all that stuff. And he looks like Dracula from The Shadow, but he looks like a regular guy, you know, but with this big jacket. And inside the jacket are squares of various colors. Red, blue, green, gold, etc. Purple, etc. They are arrayed in rows. One, two, three, four, five, six. So three rows down, three rows across. This is visually representative of the high priests of the Ark of the Covenant in Israel, the high priests of the Hebrews, who would wear, in the manner of Melchizedek, these jewels, the stone jewels on their breastplate that would represent various virtues and are basically gifts from God. That this card game and these card game Designers are both mysterious, occult, ancient, maybe even evil, but are now the new high priests of the Ark of the Covenant. The new priests of God towards man, communicating God's message with man. Harmonica virgins. I know exactly what they're referencing with that. It's very uh, obtuse, but there's a whole crop of females who are beautiful, who are new age, who are 
amazing in every single way, charming, etc. But they are typically Christian, virginal, and good for them. They should be. They should wait and feel wanted and desired as a reaction to this ever-hedonistic and cheap, commodified sexual world of atheism and nihilism and abandonment, perversions and prostitution that they live in called America, the Western world. Good for them that these women at least are naturally imbued with the virtue and value of their own bodies to, to, you know, be virgins. But yeah, they produce music, they sing, they have crystals, they pray, meditate, etc. Hackers. NSA. No such agency doesn't, see, doesn't exist. Just ask them. World War Three. Cable TV, 500 channels and nothing on. And every single channel is death, war, violence, uh, you know, it's just various like evil shit on TV with pyramids and stuff. It says 500, 500 channels and nothing on. Jake Day, and I think that's like April Fool's, Jack's Day. Slush Fund, and it's just money feeding pigs. Ninjas. New World Order Antitrust Legislation. The Frog God. Now, the Frog God is very famous and a card for the Illuminati trilogy. It's a man setting down offerings to a frog god in a giant shell. And the Frog God is has arms crossed with two golden scepters and it says the idols are both frightening and silly and no one knows why the masters keep them around. Now keep that in mind when thinking of things like Pepe the Frog and the power of meme magic at, during the 2016 election in the world of 4chan and the internet at large. Huge fan of Pepe the Frog myself. Hidden City. And it's a city with steps in the wilderness leading to a mountainside. Now, remember both the staircases they find in the forest and the deep underground military bunkers that are theorized to be mostly already built that are just discovered and lived in. These hidden cities that mountains fell down around them or were dissolved and melted into mountains. Very interesting. Junk mail. OPEC. Logic bomb. Self-esteem. An offer you can't refuse. Loan sharks. The big score. Prince Charles. Professional sports. Expose. The Comet Haley Bop. Chain Letter. Voodoo Economics. 
the Oregon crud. And that is reference to the time it rained in Oregon, a slime that got people sick, killed animals, livestock, and plants. The L4 Society, again, and it's a man astronaut. This is a reprinting of it. Man astronaut with balloons on a rocket and he's flying up because that's their breakaway civilization commentary that there is a society of people with generally undercover, un, like low-tech solutions using engineering and their intelligence to create space travel. Secret society, breakaway society, L4 society. Semi-conscious liberation army. Stealing the plans. Miraculous manifestation. NASA, and the card for NASA, is a movie studio filming the fake moon landing. NASA. Hollywood. And for Hollywood, underneath the card it says... Behind the phony tinsel of Hollywood lies the real tinsel. Madison Avenue. And it says, you need more stuff. Underneath the card, it says, it's morally wrong to allow suckers to keep their money. New York, and it's just like, you know, obviously mob shit run town with, yep. Save the whales. Saddam Hussein. Bank of England. Christian Democrats, but it's German. It says Christ Demokraten. Remember, the Christian Democrats would rule Germany for almost 16 straight years during the implementation of the EU, which at the time of the creation of this game was not a thing yet. They were just a rising political power in Germany, post-Cold War Germany. Bank of England. It's one of the most symbolic cards featuring a woman Dressed like Isis or Ishtar in what I can only assume is a Carthaginian clothes or Phoenician clothes. She has the star or pentagram lacing between her breasts and body. A giant cold collar and crown. A shield made of stone. A trident like Neptune. And she is putting a debit card into an ATM. Symbolizing the true origin spiritually of England. Computer viruses. The Ford Motor Company. Don't touch that dial. And it's a guy watching TV eating popcorn as little devils poke his brain with pitchforks. New World Order. Don't forget to smash the state. And there's all these statues and they're broken up. Republicans. And for the Republican card, it says... If the Republicans will stop telling lies about the Democrats, we will stop telling the truth about them. International Weather Organizations. Video Games. 
nuclear power companies, the recording industry, Princess Diana, underground newspapers. This is nihilist news. Are you God? Like as the newspaper article it has it, there's nihilist news. Are you God? Princess Di. Oh, sorry, I read that. Robot Sea Monster. Very cool card. I like the Robot Sea Monster a lot, especially now that um, it's very obvious that they are making underwater drones and things specifically to control oceans without the knowledge or risk of human life. Um, yeah, definitely. Like I've already predicted, the future of no man's land and war is the oceans. Bill Clinton. He's wearing a dog collar, and the leash is being held by Hillary Clinton. Canada. Fluoride. And there's a guy pouring just this big thing of chemical poison into the the water supply, and this is fluoride. Earthquake projector. And it's this gun blasting sound waves into the ground, and buildings are all falling around and around it. England. And it's a man with an umbrella, big bin, and a cup of tea. Phone companies, the ATF, and it's this built burning building, and he's smoking a cigar with a shotgun and a, a drink in his hand, and it's like the ATF destroyed Waco. You know, it's obviously a reference to that. Waco, Texas, by the way, incident that I'm going to be speaking about, the implications therein, uh, also based in Texas. So, yeah. Brazil. Post office, and it's a guy with a gun going up and, I guess, like shooting up his office space, going postal. Back before, that was more popular than school shootings or public shootings at, like, shopping centers and stuff. California, and it's two very attractive people, but in a hot tub. It's a man and a woman, and it's obviously got the, uh, the ice in a cup that says sex on it. You know, through subliminal messages, California, it's ruled by sex. The CFL... AIO and it says long hauls truckers on strike. Remember the truck strike that just occurred? Now their power is six and resistance is five, meaning they are a very powerful card. The CIA, for example, is a power six and a power five. So the CFL and the AIO, the trucker organization, is as powerful as the CIA in the Illuminati card game. France, for example, is only a power three and a resistance of five. So the trucker union. Is bigger than and more powerful than France. Punk rockers, power one, resistance of four. So I'm saying, like, yeah, like it's a very powerful union. Las Vegas. Trekkies. Eco gorillas. And it's a boat driving away, like a, like a speedboat driving away after I've blown up something in a, a harbor. Bait and switch. The dentists. Bigfoot, MI5, comic books, the EFF, and I guess that's like a code for the FCC, like the, the, the actual sheriffs, the police force that runs on internet media and stuff, the EFF, United Nations, and it's just people arguing with each other. Science fiction fans. That one's really fun for me because it has a man and he's obviously very Aryan looking, right? And he's in a space suit with a pyramid on his chest. 
and another strange and cryptic symbol, and he's reading a hardback science fiction book while floating in the orbit of the Earth. Like, you see the Earth, and he's basically floating reading this book. Because, like I've said before, true science and true space travel, true engineering professionals, in engineering insiders, industry insiders when it comes to aviation, space travel, etc., are hugely influenced by science fiction and end up creating and writing a lot of the science fiction that we read or have it ghostwritten or corroborate with it by getting that information out to the world. That's their way of speaking their ideas, their mind. It's the world of people who are antagonistic to that, who are opposed to that, who are enemies of that, that want to make you think that it's amateurish, that it's immature, and that it's not taken serious by real science because that is absolutely not true. Real scientists are almost 100% of the audience and the creating core of science fiction, of real science fiction, good science fiction. Hawaii. It's a volcano and someone's getting thrown in it. Dinosaur Park. Cattle mutilations. And the cattle mutilations card says, Their weird rituals foretell the future and much, much more. The Red Cross. Girly magazines. And it's like a penthouse magazine. Oil spills. Smoths. And smoths were um, useful idiots. It used to be called useful idiots. And it's uh, what appears to be a fat man and a skinny man. And that combination can be made, uh, in comparison can be made to many people across the board. Um, you know, fat guy, skinny guy. And they're wearing like little kid idiot caps, like jester caps. And they're just like, you know, obviously conspiring to work together. Um, you know, and I think it's like Alex Jones and his enemies or whatever. Maybe Alex Jones and say, for example, uh, Anderson Cooper. And, and, you know, they may seem at odds, but they're both idiot jesters, you know, conspiring to tell two sides of the same story. The Big Prawn. But how is it attracting tourists? Don't ask. Druids. The Secret Service. Geraldo Rivera. And he's trying to control the spin. They're trying to control the spin of something. And he's saying, next up on Geraldo, people who believe in conspiracies, are they nuts or just too stupid to live? You decide. And he says he mobilizes hate and fear against fringe groups. Anything for a ratings point. Gordo gets a plus 10 bonus if you make a direct test. Yeah, against weird groups. Now, they've been using talk shows to create the hatred and the fear directed at conspiracy theorists for years. Alien abduction. 
And it's two very reptilian beings, two very, very reptilian beings taking a man into what appears to be a pyramid stargate. Intellectuals. And underneath it says, I don't understand that. It must be true. And that just makes me think of uh, fucking uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson when he was learning about simulation theory on air and overdramatically played up the fact that it was like a new thing. And he was like, wait, so you're telling me that we could possibly live in a computer simulation? Wow, that's far out. Wow. And it's like classic just kissing ass on intellectuals and using various other intellectuals to make these points seem realistic and profound and novel and new by giving them validity by their emotions. It's all fallacy. Italy, and it's just this smoking hot fucking lady. And, uh, like, I mean, smoking hot, drawn, like Carmen Sandiego, etc. And then, like, a leaning tower of pizza. You know, like, the leaning tower of pizza into the ground. Because that's all they're known for is their Roman architecture and their really, really attractive women. The IRS, like I said already, that's a repeat of that card. Let's see. The American Medical Association, and it's a man, a doctor, and he's holding a skeleton because <laughs> he killed his patient. Because things that are doctors of death, they don't really heal, they just kind of kill people. Telephone psychics. Call 1-900-SUCKERS right now and talk to your psychic buddy. Voodoo. The bronze head. Its first recorded owner was Roger Bacon. He said it foretold the future. It does that and much more. Subliminal programming. And it's an ice cream and it says sex on it. With the with the, 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 the uh, chocolate on it. Jimmy Hoffa. Joggers. Savings and loans. Paranoids. TV preachers. Phone freaks. Big media. Survivalists. Holsters. It says, we'll tell you what to think. The Yakatisma. Space bikers from hell coming from Orion on their interstellar choppers. Their bad vibes alone have already started tilting the Earth off its axis. The Shroud of Turin. The one in the museum is a fake. The real one is far away. The center of nightly rituals. The elders of Zion. Conspiracy theorists. Classic guy pointing to a board and the board is all cluttered with ideas. Very half-assardly, mentally prepared. Exactly, like mental state in question. This powerless and much-mocked group is apprised by the Illuminati because of their wild ravings often contain 
useful ideas. Congressional wives. Wall Street. The nephews of God. Once a flower, man, it's free. How about a pamphlet? Can you spare a dollar? Have a nice day, man. Sweeping reforms. And that is the end of the list. For present, the edition of the Illuminati card game. And those are all the major cards. There's a lot of cool ones. I hope you guys uh, check it out for yourself. Just type in Illuminati card game, New World Order, PDF. If you want to see them, if you want to actually just do what I did and read them off and see them, you can look online. A full collection is available to you online that way. So you can count for yourself and see them for yourself. Save those images, etc. And like I said, the game is still available. The card art may not be the same in every edition, and the card art that is most famous, most infamous, most uh, critically acclaimed through the conspiracy world, especially lately, that has gone viral, both on Instagram, Facebook, uh, etc. Everywhere people are talking about the Illuminati card game trilogy, and they have been for about 10 years. It's not new as a phenomenon. It doesn't, it's not new that it went viral either. And Steve Jackson is still alive. Steve Jackson, Jackson Games is still producing games. They're still in Austin. Go check out their YouTube channel. Check out their own videos and listen to the man himself in his own words describe his history with the game. Judge for, your, judge for yourself, but jump on it. Because just like D&D, just like Star Wars, just like everything that these popular people like to talk about as fantasy and sci-fi and enjoy and have in their home and learn... That is all part of the Illuminati education system, part of the New World Order education system, and it's all, like this Illuminati card game, symbolic for the truth of the plots happening around you and the future of the world that you live in, playing out right in front of your eyes every day. And when you open your eyes to that, when you open your eyes to the things that you are watching for fun and start watching them to educate yourself and to learn from, you can then unplug from the dopamine reactive echo chamber that we call pop culture and not think of these things as immature games for children, which, hell, I know you people like to brag that they're still immature. People like to brag that they're 50 years old and still love to watch cartoons on the Disney Channel and on the Cartoon Network Channel and Adult Swim, etc. I understand that, right? Cool, right Right on, groovy. You're, you're going to never grow up, right? You're a Toys R Us kid. I get it. But just... Just take the time that, hell, it's not time wasted, right? If it's time enjoyed, but just also learn some things passively. Start taking a more active stance in your education, your awareness. And the world will be a much, much better place for everybody. A little bit at a time. One person at a time. So thank you all very much. 
listening to the Beyond Top Secret Texan podcast. Check out the link tree, link tree slash Beyond Top Secret Texan. For all my links available, Telegram, Twitter, um, podpage.com slash Beyond Top Secret Texan. Got a YouTube, got TikTok, got a library, got a lot of C, got a, a lot of things going on right now, a lot of social media sites, etc. Not really. I only got Instagram really as a social media site and Twitter, to be honest. But I got a lot of projects working on right now. Got a lot of of avenues I'm looking forward to jumping into and exploring. But so far, kind of just limited to the Instagram and the Twitter for social media. Patreon has been taken down. You can reach me for donations through my podcast site, Anchor FM slash Beyond Top Secret Texan. Become a subscribing member or a monthly supporter, but only through monthly subscription may you gain exclusive access to uncensored, highly controversial material that I have to keep behind the paywall to save my channel from censorship and removal. Patreon has already removed my channel for the extreme and awesome content that I produce. Spotify is probably already fully shadow banning me. But we soldier on. But like all armies, like all forces, like all heroes, I can't do it without the help and support of all of you. The real, everyday people of the world. The salt of the earth. And if you guys want to contribute a dollar, that's more than enough. If you want to contribute five dollars, I love you for that. If you're going to contribute ten dollars, I love you long time. If you want to contribute fifteen to twenty dollars, thank you fucking very much. In advance for that. Thank you freaking very much. And I will absolutely do my best to make mention of it and reward you by providing you all my links, exclusive evidence, all that good shit. Just to let me know that you guys did that. And donating is possible still through Cash App. Cash App. Money sign Beyond Top Secret Texan. Or search Beyond Top Secret Texan on Cash App. To bring up the Cash App service to donate to me directly, fuck Patreon, fuck the middleman, and I will send you as a message through Cash App all the links and services originally saved for Patreon. While I appreciate a place on Patreon as a type of legitimacy, as a type of, you know, branding or marketing strategy for my podcasts, you know, with the monthly membership and the, the tiers, all that, you can still be notified, you can still reach me, you can still... Get the exclusive links if you join Telegram. Beyond Top Secret Texan on Telegram. Two pages. One's a chat page allowing you to chat. One's just to to get the news feed. Both are updated daily. So join Telegram. for It was Patreon exclusive. It was Patreon exclusive for the longest time, for months. And now it's free to everybody. Because I just want to include as many of my listeners as my supporters. If you're listening to this two hours into not even my best episode, just purely a, what I would admit, 
a cover piece to cover a subject that I thought was important. And not, say, a deep dive or a true expose of my expertise, but rather just to shine some light on a rather obscure and fun cultural artifact about conspiracies that has affected the modern-day conspiracy world, as well as the Texas culture and landscape. Same with the Church of Subgenius, but I will also be giving the Church of Subgenius its own specific episode. But the two are highly, highly related. So thank you all very much for that. Exactly. Just join social media. Exactly. Send me a DM. Ask for those requests. Ask for those links. Follow the front page on Instagram. The link tree is going to provide all those links as well. So link tree if you're more into that. Twitter. If you're more into Twitter, join Twitter. Definitely check that out. I know Twitter is a dead platform. It's dying. It's losing people by the day. I will be looking at alternatives. I tried True Social. It's just taking forever to upload and everything. But I will try other alternatives beyond the mainstream, lamestream censorship machine, such as YouTube, which is always threatening to take my channel off the air. Um, whereas, you know, TikTok already has removed my channel once at 37,000 followers and 660 million views. They decided to deplatform and remove my channel, so I'm rebuilding that again. But yeah, thank you. I definitely help. I definitely appreciate your guys' help. So thank you very, very much. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron. A friend sharpens a friend. Listen to the Beyond Top Secret Texan podcast. I've been the Beyond Top Secret Texan broadcasting to you from the third coast, the coast with the most, the Gulf Coast of Texas. God bless you and your families. Peace out.